गाइस वेलकम टू अ ब्रांड न्यू एपिसोड ऑफ अल्टिमो वास्तो अ पॉडकास्ट वेयर वी टॉक अबाउट द न्यूएंसेस ऑफ फूड एंड व्हाट एग्जैक्टली गोस बिहाइंड क्रिएटिंग अ परफेक्ट प्लेट ओके सो टुडे वी आर गोइंग टू टॉक अबाउट अ वेरी सिंपल येट अ हार्टी डेलिकेसी द गुड ओल्ड हंबल खिचड़ी नो यू माइट नो इट बाय द नेम ऑफ खिचड़ी 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 एक्सेट्रा tell me in the comment section below what is it called and the way it is prepared in your home state also today i have a very special guest with me on the episode who will help me break some of the misconceptions about this underrated delicacy and explore its rich culture and heritage in india as well as around the world so make sure to tune in till the end okay now without further ado let's get to it khichdi what is it it is known by various names around the world such as a few i mentioned above but the basic concept and the goodness stays the same it is a very simple yet a wholesome dish made of rice and lentils in south asian cuisine but celebrated in different forms around the world we'll talk about all that in much depth later in the episode now we have all eaten khichdi in our lives maybe when we were sick or as a hangover cure or maybe when we were too lazy to cook a whole meal but wanted something comforting and home cooked i mean it all makes sense right it is a complete meal full of nutrition and is the ultimate one pot meal which is really quick and easy to make the combination of lentils rice and ghee that is clarified butter provide you with carbs proteins dietary fiber calcium magnesium phosphorus vitamin c and potassium and if you add vegetables to your khichdi which you totally should it's like a cherry on top of a cheesecake okay probably a very insensitive example while talking about khichdi but you get the point right adding vegetables will only enhance its nutritional value and give it a depth of flavor you can also mix various types of lentils together and even add chickpeas moong sprouts kidney beans black eyed peas etc Now before we talk about various ways to enjoy it we should first understand a rich cultural heritage associated with it for this i would like to invite my dear friend chef ajay sharma he is an alumni of vaksha manipal university and is currently pursuing his associate degree from culinary institute of america a wonderful cook who has cooked for the likes of michelin star chef vikas khanna he is also an avid reader and an author himself His first book The Culinary Epic of Jeddah covers the culinary heritage of his hometown in Saudi Arabia and now he is working on his second book about India's food history and how it was influenced by the rule of various emperors foreign invasions trade routes etc and today he has graciously accepted my invitation to come and talk about the good old humble khichdi with us so ajay how have you been i hope you and your family are well during this pandemic Hi Ayushi firstly thank you so much for inviting me to your podcast and I firstly congratulate you for doing such a wonderful job with us and secondly yes my parents and I are keeping very well we are safe and sound and I hope you and your family are also keeping very good and having a gala time together Yes Ajay thank you and yes my family is actually having a gala time with all my cooking and all the experiments that I keep doing Okay so Ajay you have been researching extensively for your second book and when I told you that I am doing an episode on khichdi you got very excited and started telling me how it was not only a royal delicacy enjoyed by emperors but also like international travelers where the first mentions in historic times date back as long as 300 BC 
could you talk to us more about that sure ayush uh, so you know over the period of time with the rulers coming into india and being invading the country with multiple times and multiple attacks our food has changed over the period of time now if you say for example uh, before talking about khichdi i want to give a run through of how the food has changed over the period of time in india so for example right. uh, shami kebab shami kebab people think that oh it's a delicacy of the avad region but technically shami came from the arabic word called sham which is syria so technically if you see it is originated in the syrian region of the middle east so you take uh, naan naan people say oh it's an indian dish but we all know it's a persian delicacy it came from iraq iran and that belt right but one yeah. thing which hasn't changed over the period of time is khichdi okay according to many historians and many references it is one of the most ancient foods in india and you know it is one of the rarest food which haven't changed in upcoming history so that's was about khichdi how it has been the staple and the most subtle food in the ancient india uh, so if you go back into the uh, sanskrit language the word khichdi came from the word khicha okay which actually means cooking the rice and pulses together that's what it actually translates to right yeah but it has also been mentioned in many of the gastronomic literatures as well where the early relatives of khichdi had some ingredients such as curds and sesame like unhone aise mention kar rakhe ki their khichdi but with a variety yeah that's very interesting actually yeah for something that seems so simple there's so much that can be done with it there's so exactly. many variations in uh, different states as well right so okay so let me give you a run through of the history of khichdi because before we get down in state business we should know how <laughs> the whole history of khichdi evolved so sure. we all know the famous traveler ibn battuta right. the moroccan traveler so he visited india in the 14th century and then he wrote about munch munch is an arab word for rice okay okay so basically it's a boiled rice then buttered and eaten okay so punch being a boiled rice the whole preparation of the dish was known as rishri now you understood so he right. so you can uh, have a synonym word of khichdi khicha khichri okay and this yeah, was the... basically a breakfast dish okay interesting the fun fact Besides being favorite breakfast meal for the travelers, even the Mughals couldn't keep their eye away from such a delicacy. Like it was their staple food. Like Mughals fell in love with the rice dal staple and gave it the importance place. You know, in the menu of the royal kitchens. Wow. For example, if you talk about Mughal Emperor Akbar, who hasn't heard about Akbar Birbal ki khichdi, right? Sure. <laughs> yeah, we have all grown up uh, listening to Birbal khichdi and how because Akbar's favorite food was khichdi. So Birbal used to take a good advantage that weakness of the emperor to make him realize the mistake he made during the judgment in a royal court. Another fact is that it's mentioned that there are many different variations of khichdi being prepared in the royal court, and the mention was none other than in the famous Abu Fazl's Aine Akbari. which had strong aroma of saffron spices and dry fruits like cashew and almonds and uh, pistachio also if you talk about uh, recent times uh, many famous food historians like ati acharya even he has mentioned in the book the story of our food that jahangir the mogal emperor he was so fond of spicy food that he adapted a spicy version of the khichdi he enriched it with 
pistachios and raisins and that he actually named as lazizan which is an urdu word for delicious right wow. and this is how it became a very favorite table food for the mogal emperors so we have talked about akbar how he was fond of khichdi because akbar ke khichdi the nope not akbar ke khichdi guys birbal ke khichdi yes 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 birbal ke khichdi see we are all humans we do make errors right but akbar ke khichdi kyunki akbar ko pasand thi birbal was taking advantage of it so it's technically akbar ke khichdi not birbal ke khichdi people okay let's stick to the top yes okay so similarly you know Aurangzeb, the last ruling emperor of India, he was not very fond of food. You know, he never gave any attention to food. But even he was fond of a particular type of khichdi, name as Algamari khichdi, which had fish and boiled eggs. Oh. And so not just the he, vegetarian versions also can be paired up with fish and enjoyed like that, right? Seafood. Exactly. Like, what is khichdi? It's just a combination of like the base is dal and rice. but after yeah. that you can put on your own variation like people say there is a vegetable biryani but we all know down the heart there is nothing called a vegetable biryani <laughs> that's a million dollar question <laughs> that's a million dollar question but uh, if you see people take it as they wish to cook it hey. like similarly after the mogal era had ended we know that we were ruled by the british people and british came with what not possibilities of food right yeah they came up with technique of stewing right, right. they gave us so many food to the country similarly so even they came up with the variation of khichdi okay. do, do you know that so they had their version of khichdi called kedigiri okay so kedigiri was bought by british and it's their recipe and which they used to have it for breakfast and brunches and that thing is still being continued today okay yeah so uh, how do they make mm-hmm. it how do they make it it's like simple it's they make it like a porridge okay you know the concept of eating porridge is very popular in the european country right. so they made the porridge out of a khichdi and they named it kedigiri so not only the emperors like aurangzeb or akbar or jahangir but mm-hmm. also the nawabs they were fond of khichdi right so like nawab of the awadh nasiruddin shah you know he had a royal chef in his dastarkhan which is the royal kitchen as we all know right. so you know what that chef used to do he used to make a khichdi out mm-hmm. of pistachio and almonds and the fun fact when i said he would just make khichdi with pistachio and almonds i actually mean no rice and no pulp he cut them into such a small piece that they would actually be a size of a rice and a pulp and he would cook them all together Yeah, which resembles so rice and pulp. I mean, do you see the irony in this? When people talk about khichdi, they think of a very simple dish, right? And what we're talking about here is so extravagant. Like we're just putting dry fruits in it. Exactly. So now, as you had said that in different states we have different varieties of khichdi, right? Right. So you and I being from Uttar Pradesh, let's talk about our. own domestic state uh, uttar pradesh being an avadh region they used to make khichdi with the rice salidal amla amla is basically the indian gooseberry and they would actually uh, link that type of preparation to the indian festivals 
especially Makar Sankara. Right. So this is what they used to do in Uttar Pradesh. Similarly, if you talk about Makar uh, Sankranti is also a festival where we make bajre ki khichdi, right? Exactly. In my house, my mom makes bajre ki khichdi with curry mm-hmm. and uh, mixed vegetable curry. Mm-hmm. Even in my house, my dad is very fond of another variety of khichdi, which is called tahari. Which is nothing but it's cooked with some turmeric, some cloves and rice, peas. So basically, Tahari is like another variation from the Gadwal region of Uttarakhand. Okay, so basically, uh, it is safe to say that khichdi is not just a basic combination of rice and lentils, but we can also make it with other grains, such as bajra, that is millets, or even sabudana, that is sago, which we generally eat and enjoy during fasting. especially navratri as i mentioned in my previous episode as well how only certain foods were allowed during such fasts i completely agree to your point uh, ayushi that uh, we enjoy khichdi which is such a staple food in many varieties and it's not just a food it's an emotion which runs throughout the whole of india and indian people now since it can be enjoyed by any any person living in any part of the country so you know with this i would like you to take you to the other parts of the country so are you ready for this yeah <laughs> okay so typically we have covered how the significant role khichdi played in uttar pradesh during the makar sankranti right now right. i'm going to tell you how it had played in the regions of kashmir beat in hyderabad beat in tamil nadu bengal and in the uh, regions of the country so typically in the kashmir khichdi was a traditionally offered as a sacrificial food on a festival called khetmavas which generally occurs in the month of december while the local typically enjoyed uh, the khichdi with a particular condiment called kadam ka achar it's a pickled kolkhol kolkhol uh, kol is a regional in uh, kashmir okay so how do i explain it's a root vegetable though okay it's typically a root vegetable okay. and uh, similarly in the adjoining state of himachal and uttarakhand two distinctly flavored dishes balai uh, dish made out of bengal gram roasted coriander and chaat which is buttermilk and kadwali khichdi made with urad dal sesame seeds and other warming spices respectively okay now we have covered the north region so you have an idea how it has been represented in the north of india right now coming to the down south the imperial chefs of hyderabad in nizam had created this unique keema ki khichdi so as you had mentioned that we enjoy khichdi yes and we love to experiment you know indians are so crazy about food that they love to experiment with the food they make something with something they add some flavor profile to some flavor profile so similarly the hyderabadi nizams did the same by creating something unique called as keema ki khichdi so it was like a spice laden mix of rice lentils and minced meat obviously minced meat obsession of uh, hyderabadis now driving our car down to further south in karnataka it's called the bisal beli bath everyone knows this yeah you know i know and people who are listening to this podcast will get to know about <laughs> it <laughs> so you know 
now basil really bath is one dish which is believed to be originated in the kitchens of wadia rulers in mysore we know that uh, mysore was ruled by kings so another influence of the rulers on our simple ancient food khichdi now we have covered uh, hyderabad ke nizam now we have covered the wadia rulers of karnataka now let's take a right turn and drive our car to the state of tamil nadu so what did khichdi play role in the state of tamil nadu basically the state of tamil nadu was where the spectacular variations of khichdi took place on the form of ven pongal and its many equal forms such as classic hara pongal and uh, milagu pongal and it was used with sweet jaggery called as sakkari pongal so people who know about pongal they could relate to this that pongal is the harvest festival for the south indian right so now we have covered the down south now let's drive into the, the eastern part of the country which is the bengal so in bengal the elaborated versions of traditional khichdi as they say in bengal such as til khichdi made with sesame seed paste and saffron malai buni khichdi made with coconut milk and bak tulsi so bak tulsi is a variety of a rice like basmati and right. khajur ki khichdi many people haven't heard about khajur ki khichdi but it is served in bengal so it's basically a syrup of soaked dates nuts and thick cream and this is something i could not have imagined otherwise exactly putting khajur in my khichdi as chef ayushi agarwal said we enjoy the delicacy of khichdi in all the forms right right in unimaginable forms there's no limit to creativity here and Indian food is beyond imagination. The more you think, the more you say, "Wow!" It's a wow. Indian food is all about a wow factor. They say, right, totally. They say, four coast pe pani badle, eight coast pe wine. So, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> okay however it was you know so this type of khichdi and we all know that durga puja is one of the major major festivals for bengalis and the people in the west bengal region so it was specially served as a festival food during the durga puja time so many of your bengali friends and my bengali friends could relate that yes this actually happened so <laughs> so now we have covered the east now if we have not talked about the western part of the country people will get offended that hey you covered north you covered south you covered east what about us what about the gujarat region what about the rajasthan region so typically in the west too had its own khichdi evolution going on delicious adaptations such as spicy ram khichdi from pathiwar okay it's with the melody of local veggies and a milder sola khichdi from surat with minced meat and fresh cream who could have imagined yeah <laughs> Yeah so these type of khichdis were taking shape in Gujarat now in the neighboring region of Rajasthan the subtlety spiced khichdi that replaced rice with bajra people to your surprise and to your surprise as well uh, Ayushi bajra is not indian origin it's african origin okay i did not know that <laughs> Yes, Rajasthan is the leading producer of bajra because bajra or the millet does not require a high amount of water, but it needs good amount of heat, right? So why right. it got transported from the African countries because you know Sahara Desert and Africa being one of the most fertile land for growing millets. Right. So that's why millets were replaced in khichdis with the rice because it was one of the most indigenous produce for the local. similarly the whole wheat were popular in maharashtra because of the indigenous factors uh, for the maharashtrians as well it was a tangy 
balachi khichdi so balachi khichdi is one of the most popular khichdi in uh, maharashtra which is made with beans groundnuts and grated coconut to your surprise khichdi was not only uh, enjoyed by regional people but also people came from the other parts of the world like parsis we all know parsis are the migrants who settled down in the maharashtra region of mumbai and neighboring areas right, right. and if chef anaita gondi is listening to this podcast she must be able to relate to the love for khichdi well, she's listening to this podcast <laughs> well she will don't worry about it so the khichdi of the food loving parsis also spawned a few unusual interpretation of khichdi such as bharuchi khichdi made using marinated and fried bombay duck had settled in the bombay region and we know that seafood is very much available in those areas like abundance in abundance right you go to any fish market early in the morning near the coast and you'll be like oh there are varieties of fish being sold so you know this was how different regions of india different states of india had represented khichdi in their own ways how they have dedicated the whole uh, idea of such a staple ingredient such a staple food like it had put up on a map that khichdi is maybe beyond dal rice preparation so today with right. every region having its own take on this classical dish it won't be under statement to call khichdis india's version of culinary comfort it's a comfort we all whenever our moms don't feel like cooking something heavy they would say oh let's make khichdi why because it has so many health significance people who are sick it can cure their digestion right you, you yeah, must be agreeing to this so it's it's a one pot complete meal actually you can just put everything in one pot like in a pressure cooker put up the lid and get this delicious meal which you can serve with vegetables meat seafood dry fruits or any other preferences that you might have based on your region or any other thing that is available in any given season there's like no five or six layer preparation to it it's just a very simple and very comforting food that's what i said right it's a comfort food it can be enjoyed by a toddler to an old man and you know what is the best time to enjoy a khichdi when it's raining and you have a hot khichdi with melting on the top and it's like ultimate comfort food especially on a rainy day if you can just visualize it right exactly and it's raining of, so yeah a bowl of khichdi laden with lots of clarified butter that is mm-hmm. and exactly coriander on top of it yes oh <laughs> why don't why not? <laughs> So Ayushi you know it's a little wonder that khichdi has become an integral part of both India's gastronomic heritage and our food history right. remember the oft heard saying khichdi ke char yaar dahi papad gaya aur oh my god how can i forget this yeah even i was talking to my nanny the other day so she is like uh, you know you have these these condiments and then i asked that nani the he and achar is it a good combination so she said yes people in today's time they have built up so much uh, strong immunity they eat anything and everything especially indians i'm so glad that we have such a strong immunity that we are fighting against such a hazardous virus the covid pandemic and all thanks to the type of food we are intake and khichdi right. is one of them so interesting and so all proud right. <laughs> 
एग्जैक्टली और इवन द मेनी नाइन्टीज केड कुड रिलेट टू द फेमस टीवी शो खिचड़ी खिचड़ी वॉज दैट फेमस I know, right. Right. For those of you who don't know, Kichdi was a TV series which aired in, I guess, late nineties. Yeah, early two thousand. Late nineties and early two thousand. Yes. Right. It was a show that depicted a family as assorted and Indian as a dish. You know. You can imagine mm-hmm. what a concept was. Exactly. A very light and very simple show, which everybody enjoyed mm-hmm. every day. You know, at the end of the day, sitting together, having a comfort meal, and watching a show that everybody in the family loved from all age groups. Exactly. I still enjoy the way I love the characters also. Prafal, Hansa, Jayshree, Tulsidas, Pari. Right. It's like a kind of a khichdi only. So you know, now we have talked so much about khichdi, and I'm sure people might have been like, "Bas karo, pahat ho gayi khichdi." Abare dewaat ke khichdi ho rhi hai. So now coming to the last part of my portion, talking about khichdi. The fun fact about khichdi: people who don't know that khichdi has made uh, several records, and one of them was Guinness Book of World Records. So the other day you were telling me that they made about what two thousand. Kilos of khichdi in Makkah Sankranti. Yeah, in Madhya Pradesh. Yeah. So because what I had in my knowledge that they had prepared 950 kilograms of khichdi and that served to 60,000 orphan children. Yeah. And you know, Ajay, the earlier record was actually created by Chef Sanjeev Kapoor at a three-day food fest here at Delhi in an effort to popularize that simple yet so royal and versatile dish. It is also an effort to popularize this traditional Indian dish slogan. Right. So I hope Ayushi, you had a good uh, run through of how khichdi had evolved to where khichdi has come to now. Sure, uh, all of us got a very deep insight of our culture and how it's associated with you know. Parts of the country, but we need to agree that it is one of the most underrated dish of our cuisine. Yes, I completely agree. Well, Ajay, I think this brings us to the end of our segment, and I would like to thank you for accepting my invitation and coming in for the recording. We are very humble, and I am sure all of us have learned a great deal and got a lot of insight into our own history and culture surrounding this simple dish, khichdi, which has a lot of misconceptions around it and is like super underrated. I hope we have been able to burst. Well. Thank you, Ayushi, for calling me on your podcast. I am humbled and honored to share bits and bits of my knowledge to your listeners. And uh, firstly, I would like to congratulate to your work with the podcast. You are doing absolutely wonderful job, and I have heard your earlier episodes as well. Be it with Aldante, Bakwi, they were all very informative, to be very honest. And you kept it so subtle and simple. so that you know not only a culinary person like me but also commoner like our parents if understand what you are trying to convey like uh, it was very sweet and simple and keep up the good work thank you ajay that's really overwhelming i'm really happy that you enjoyed it and uh, also thank you for giving speak into your next book when can we expect it to come uh, my next book should i spill the beans about it <laughs> Well, jokes apart, uh, it uh, should be out by next uh, year, hopefully, because I'm still on the writing phase of the book. Because I'm uh, writing about Indian food, and uh, just imagine if a topic like khichdi can be so vast, then just imagine writing about the whole Indian food, right? So you can expect it by the start of next year, mid of next year. 
Well, that's amazing, and we are eagerly waiting for the world. Thank you, Ajay. Thank you, Ayushu. Well, that was Chef Ajay Sharma for you. You can follow him on Instagram at the rate Bawaji with a double A. I'll link his profile in the description box below. Also, I hope you have now got a lot of ideas for various ways you can prepare it, and we were able to open up your horizons of imagination. Well, it's just really a very forgiving playground, if I might say so. I personally like mine with lots of lentils. I usually mix three or four types: brown rice, moong sprouts, and kidney beans, and serve it with caramelized onions and carrots, along with bacon kachri and a lots of ghee. Well, obviously, the you can find its photo and the recipe for bacon kachri on my Instagram handle that goes by the name of Altimo Pasto. Also send me a picture and tag me if you do any experiments or try something new. I'd love to hear back from you guys. Now as part of ritual a little something for next week. The topic we are going to cover next is sandwiches. We are going to deconstruct it and understand its various components to learn how to make a perfect sandwich. It is going to be a very interesting episode. So make sure to tune in next week as well. You were listening to Altimo Pasto and this is me Ayushi Agrawal signing off. Until next week. Ciao ciao. Stay safe.